Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. This is going to be episode 42 of the NeuroEdge podcast. And today's podcast is called Self-Doubt and Six Practices to Eliminate. So I'm just going to be doing a deep dive into ways that you can eliminate self-doubt. This one is going to be a little bit more of a mindset episode. A lot of the last episodes I've been doing more tactical oriented around scientific stuff. So this one's going to be much more of a mindset episode, how to upgrade your mindset. And one thing that I was thinking about when I was trying to plan this and everything is what is something that always kind of creeps up in my life? And I know for me, that is self-doubt. <clears throat> and it, what I think of self-doubt is this thing that is always in the back of your head that is telling you you can't do it. So you can't do something, you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough or whatever. And I think to some extent, that's something that everybody struggles with, myself included. And I know in the last couple of years of my life, I've made it a practice to recognize that within myself and then also try to implement things in my life that help me overcome that. And before I get started on this, I just want you to know I'm not a guru. I'm not someone that is by any means not at all, probably all points in my life struggling with some sort of self-doubt, but... I want to let you know how I have dealt with it, how I have used certain things to overcome it, and then also understand the potential that I have within myself. Because I think a lot of people don't see that potential and the ability to understand your true power and what you can actually do. And again, I'm not some motivational person, again, a guru, anything like that. These are just things that I've noticed in my life and things that I have tried to overcome. And this, as I say these, is as much a message to myself as it is to anybody listening to this. So again, this is a practice. And the, the reason I call them practices is because it's not a technique that you do and then self-doubt completely goes away for the rest of your life. It is a practice as part of being a human, that that's something that you'll experience. And these are certain things that I've come to understand have really helped me try to overcome mental roadblocks. And I know going forward in my future, I will be much, much better equipped to take on any challenge that comes up in my life, especially because I've made it a practice of doing these things over and over and over again. And they're gonna be a little bit of variation of different things, so they're not one line of thinking. They all kind of interplay with each other, but it's gonna go from the physical to the mental. And again, things that I implement in my life to try to overcome self-doubt and I, I you know part of being a human is having that self-doubt and we want to embrace that emotion and understand it so I think again part of being a human how do you deal with it and then also use certain practices in your life to achieve whatever you want and then overcome any questions or limiting beliefs or anything that you have so that's kind of my definition of self-doubt is anything that would come up in your life that would tell you eh, you're not good enough or you can't accomplish whatever it is you have in your head that you want to accomplish so anyway before I jump into everything again I did start the NeuroEdge Facebook group so if you want to join that I'm gonna be doing a bunch of free giveaways live Q&A and basically creating a micro community of like-minded people that are interested in taking their performance to the next level, interested in optimizing their health, interested in learning, and we are all on this journey together and we are all humans that are trying to learn how to be better. So just creating a like-minded community of people that are interested in pursuing the same thing. So just wanted to get that out of the way. And again, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on YouTube, leave a review on iTunes and all that good stuff. Uh, there could be some interesting giveaways coming up pretty soon. But anyway, so again, let's jump into it. I gave my overview of what self-doubt is, and I wanna preface this by saying 
that, again, this is a message to myself as much as it is to anybody that listens to this. And I don't want anybody to ever think, I think a lot of the problem in today's society is that there's a separation between how people see successful people and then themselves. And so a lot of people are always looking to successful people and they think, oh man, if I could just have it figured out like so-and-so, if I could just have it like so-and-so, if I could just have enough money like so-and-so, if I could just have enough success like so-and-so, that everything would be better. And I want to remind everyone that every human is on their own individual journey in this life. And we are all, I kind of look at life as a learning algorithm to take in data and interpret it and then get better. So no matter if you're 20 years old or 75 years old, regardless of how much money you have, regardless of how much success you have, everybody is always learning. And the moment that you realize, or the moment that you stop thinking that you need to learn about anything is the moment that you stop growing. And it's also that you stop reaching fulfillment because fulfillment is something that is continual and it's always growing. At least that's my opinion of it. But I just want to remind people that every single person is human and I think a lot of times it's very easy to get caught up today in this idea that there are the haves and the have-nots and people that have certain things that we can't have or we can't ever attain. And that the power is actually within you to be able to achieve those things. So I want you to kind of come from that frame that not everyone out there has everything figured out. Actually, nobody has it figured out. And you realize that as you start to get a little bit older, I think when I was younger, I always had this idea of, oh man, those people, they're, you know, this age and they have this much money. They've got it figured out. I need to find out like what they have so that I can get it and then I'm going to have everything figured out. And that is 100% not the case. So it's not the case whatsoever because again, everybody's on their own journey. We're all learning and we all have our own unique experiences. So I have a certain set of unique experiences that nobody else has. And I know that I can provide value to other people because of those experiences. I have learned so much from other people that have unique experiences that I don't have. And I'm thankful that those people have put out their experiences so that I can learn and help interpret my life in a certain way and kind of learn from their mistakes and then see how certain things come up in my life and how can I, I can apply that. So I just, again, want you to understand nobody has everything figured out. And if they tell you they do, they're probably, most likely they're lying or they're trying to sell you something <laughs> that is... Uh, trying to convince you that they're going to be the solution for you. So again, I think it's very important to have guidance and accountability and whatever you're doing and whatever endeavor you're trying to take on and having a mentor or whatever that relationship looks like with people. But I just want to remind you that nobody has everything figured out and we're all here to learn. I think that's the goal of anybody's life is to learn and become better, optimize and be the best version of yourself. So now let's go ahead and get on into it. What are the six practices that I use? And I didn't, I mean, there's more than this in my life that I use, but these are six things when I was thinking about self-doubt that I really narrowed down and said, okay, these are some things that I know, these are certain mental models that I know I use in my life. And the first one that I had is addition by subtraction. So what does that mean? What does addition by subtraction look like? And I've done this for a large part of my life and I didn't really know what it was and I've gotten better at it in the last couple years. But whatever it is you're trying to achieve in life, I think the first thing is you want to get clear on at least some sort of ballpark framework of whatever it is that you want to achieve in life. And that doesn't mean you have to have everything figured out of what your goal needs to be today. 
but you at least want to be moving towards something that you know, okay, this is kind of where I want to get to. And once you have that figured out, you have to understand that there are infinite things in the world that you could be doing. And unfortunately, most of those things are not going to be contributing to whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. And that doesn't mean you can't have fun in life, you can't have awesome experiences, you can't have unique experiences that may not be directly correlated with making more money or having more success. However, there are certain things that you probably know down in the depths of your soul have no contribution whatsoever to getting to where you want to go. And this is something I remember as an athlete that I used to always think about is because I began my career as a walk-on. And when you're a walk-on on a football team, and I know I bring up these analogies all the time, but when you're a walk-on on a football team, you really have to be good to be able to stand out and get playing time or whatever. And when you're looking, and it's really no different for any athlete, when you're looking at becoming the best version of the athlete that you want to be, there are certain things that you can't do. So you can't drink alcohol the night before a competition. You can't do certain things. There's just certain things that you can't allow yourself to do. And so what you do is rather than saying, okay, what are going to be all the things that I'm going to do to be the best athlete? You have to look at what can you take away from your life? So how can you add to being the best version of yourself by taking away a bunch of things? And you're probably wondering how this goes to self-doubt. Well, if you have a bunch of things in your life that are subtracting from the goal that you're trying to achieve, those are always going to creep in and start to create these things in your brain that tell you you can't do it or you're not good enough. And this could be in the form of many different things. It could be in the form of relationships. It could be in the form of addictions. It could be in the form of things that you waste your time on. But what you can do is look at your life and say, okay, where do I want to go? And just cut out 50% of the things that have nothing to do with getting you where you want to go. And I think I've been pretty good at, at least in my life of understanding where I want to go and then trying to get rid of those things. Again, but this could be a bunch of different things. It could be relationships. So do you have toxic relationships with friends that are always reminding you that you can't do what you want to achieve? And what that does is if you're around people like that, it's going to create self-doubt in yourself because you're going to say, oh, well, if I start to do something that I want to pursue and achieve, then they may not like me or they may say that I'm not good enough or whatever. So if you have the environment around you that is allowing for any sort of the self-doubt to come in, the best thing to do is get rid of it. And what you're doing is not, you can try to pull from a bunch of different sources to get where you want to go, but rather than trying to do that, just eliminate what is not contributing. And by nature, it's going to, you're going to flood your life with things that are contributing. So addition by subtraction could look different for everybody. I know for me, it's just getting rid of things in my life. So spending time on things that don't contribute to my goals and my well-being. And I think the way, the way that that relates to self-doubt is that it keeps you focused on where you want to go and not what all the different things that are going on around you may have an agenda for. And that could be, again, people, different types of addictions, overeating, drugs, whatever it may be. But if it doesn't add to your life, subtract it out. And I know that sounds really simple, but what it does is it kind of keeps your energy in this flux state where you're always, you're moving, you're moving forward a little bit and then you're moving back. And what starts to happen is when you're in that state and you're not focused and, a, and shooting for exactly what you want to do, 
you're going to naturally have self-doubt because you're always kind of one foot in, one foot out. So addition by subtraction, that is my take on it. But again, to boil it down, just remove anything in your life that doesn't contribute where you want to go. I know it sounds simple, but it's actually a lot harder to do. So next one is don't watch any media. So this is probably one of the biggest times in history that the media has been so prevalent in our lives and rightfully so with everything going on with the virus in the year 2020 that we're in. But there is something that I started doing and probably been about two, two years ago now where I just eliminated at least as much as it as much as I possibly could, eliminated watching any sort of news media or anything like that. And that doesn't mean to say I don't study what is going on in the world, but I'm very, very selective about the information silos that I, and I call them information silos because I just kind of think of them like pillars of information, that I allow into my consciousness. And the reason I say that is because the news media is oriented and predicated around people's attention. So just like people trade stocks, they trade attention. So their medium that they make money off of is attention from people. So if they can say things that get people's attention, they can convert that attention into revenue by selling it to advertisers because they have people's attention. So by its nature, the system is kind of flawed because they're going to be, they know that human psychology allows for People are going to be more attracted to negative things and buy positive things just by nature. And so in doing that, they're going to create negative type of environment. And I'm not saying there's bad things that are going on in the world or problems that are going on in the world. However, again, addition by subtraction, what does that have to do with your life? And what happens, and these things may sound a little abstract as it relates to self-doubt, but what happens is as you're always putting that into your brain, so you're always putting out problems in the world, problems in the world, problems in the world, into your brain, that starts to become the nature through which you see things. And then when that's the nature through which you see things, you're going to start to question if what you're doing is worth it. If you're trying to pursue something that is worthy of a cause, you're going to start to say, oh, well, the, the world, you know, there's so many problems going on in the world. And then that becomes your reality. And then your reality is experiencing doubt, not being able to do things because of so many problems in the world. So just one thing to think about, because I think a lot of self-doubt is removing things from your life that are limiting how you think about yourself and what you're possible of achieving, whether that's health, wealth, prosperity, relationships, whatever. And when you do that, when you get those things out, it's so much easier to stay the course. So <laughs> addition by subtraction, one of the best things you can subtract is the media. And this goes to number three. So that was number two. Number three is limit your time on social media. So you're probably watching this video through some sort of social media channel. And I'm not here to say social media is evil or anything like that. What I am here to say is that it's a tool. So it's a very, very powerful tool that we have to be extremely vigilant in how we use. And I say that because of this. Everything that you see on social media most likely is a curated version of someone. So it's most likely the curated version of someone's best self that they may not even feel. Again, this idea that everything, everybody that we look at, they probably, we think that they have it figured out and internally they probably don't. Just like nobody really has it figured out. Again, we're all learning. And the, the goal is to be comfort with the learning experience and any experiences that will come our way. And so on social media, we're looking at the most curated versions 
of people and they're painting themselves in the best light. Well, what happens is that starts, that's, it's very easy to get isolated and think that you are less than what you're capable of achieving because there's this disconnect in what you see the world looks like and what you feel like you are. So you have to be very strategic in how you use social media. Again, it is a tool. So if you are allowing yourself to just go into a social media platform and just get swallowed up by their algorithms and get sucked down rabbit holes and everything, chances are you're going to start to doubt yourself because you're going to look at all these people that have all these things that you don't have and you think, oh, I'm not worthy because I'm not as happy as them. I don't have the material possessions that they have. And that's completely false. A lot of those people, again, may be trying to sell something or whatever it is. And so when they're doing those things, it's creating the self-doubt within you that, oh, I could never do that. I could never be as successful as those people or be on camera or whatever, whatever it is. So you have to be very strategic. That doesn't mean that you can't use social media, but you have to be strategic in how you use it and not allowing yourself to get swallowed up by or consumed by it. And I think the best thing that you do, can do is set aside time of the day that you allow yourself to use it and have very specific intent and purpose and how you use it. So if you want to use it to communicate with your friends and family, that's perfectly fine. Just take a time and say, okay, I have this 15 minutes, I have this 30 minutes, I have an hour, and I'm going to allow myself to communicate with those people. The problem is when you do, you do that, it's easy and these platforms are designed to get sucked into a rabbit hole and then you go down before you know it. It's been two or three hours and you've just wasted a bunch of time. So don't use it as a time suck. Use it as a productivity tool that you can use and leverage to become better. And whether that's in your business or it's just having better relationships with people around you, use that as a tool and use it for powerful. Again, I am saying this as someone who is using social media as part of this business, but you have to be very specific and, and, and uh, give a lot of intention as to how you use it. So again, it is not bad by any means, but be very specific about how you're using. Number four is, this is what I said for number four, is practice, practice, practice. So what does that look like? And the reason I say practice is you can only doubt yourself so much if you're focused on getting better all the time. And whatever that is that you want to pursue, whether it's a hobby, again, relationship, job, career, whatever, if you are so intent and focused on practicing, you're not going to have time to think about whether you're good enough or not. Because you're going to be so focused on getting better that it's not going to matter because you're going to be focused. And however bad you are or however good you are, you're always going to be practicing. So anytime, this is something that I have used myself when I say, oh man, I, I can never do that. I'm not good enough or I can't make this amount of money or whatever. Well, first of all, get that thought out of your brain. Become conscious of that thought being in your brain. Get it out and then say, okay, I'm going to practice at doing that. And even though it's going to be uncomfortable, I'm going to keep practicing. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep showing up every single day, day in, day out. And I'm not going to care what other people think about me. And I'm not going to care whatever, but what anybody else says. And no, nobody's going to care anyway, like 100 years from now. Is anybody going to really care what you did? No. So what I'm going to do is just practice, focus, and do what I know I'm supposed to do to get me where I want to go. Again, pretty simple, but think about that. Anytime you have something creep up in your head to tell you, oh, I could never do that. I'm not good enough. Boom, get it out and then go practice. And whatever that that is, if it's trying to lose weight, oh, I can never lose weight. Well, boom, go to the gym and do a workout. So next one, number five, is going to be exercise and diet. And I kind of led into that one. So I think this is a huge, huge 
component and something that everybody needs to be cognizant of is your diet. So the things I talk about all the time, inflammation, insulin sensitivity. If you are, if you're not training, exercising, and then also being conscious of your diet, it's very easy to allow the food that we eat and the lack of movement that we have to affect our brains. And self-doubt is obviously a product of our brain physiology and neurochemical reactions that are going on in our brain, how we feel about ourselves. One of the best things that you can do for that is if you're in a state of self-doubt is to have a state change in your body where you move. And what happens is your body starts to release endorphins, hormones, and everything that change your brain for the better. And when you do that, you're going to feel better about yourself. So anytime that I'm feeling like that, I know if I go exercise and push myself extremely hard, I'm going to feel better about myself. I'm going to feel more accomplished. And then that starts to lead me into other things that I know I'm capable of doing. So just as life is a learning experience, uh, we can learn a lot from doing exercise and it also gives us this momentum. Also the same thing with diet. If your diet is not dialed in, you might have more inflammation and that's gonna cause more inflammation in the brain and that's gonna cause these chemicals and pathways in our brain not to function at the highest capability and then we start to get brain fog and then that's where we start to doubt ourselves. So I think that's a huge component of just being an overall healthy person. If you're not optimizing your physical health, it's going to translate into other areas of your life, your mental health, your emotional health, your social health, your physiological health, all of those things. So I think that's extremely important. And obviously one thing that my whole uh, business and podcast and everything is oriented around is optimizing your health. But I think that's one thing that is crucial in terms of a mindset of removing self-doubt that you have to be focused on. And the last thing is number six. And I think this is important. I've heard this said before, but it's to take time to be alone with your thoughts. And again, people will talk about meditation. I think a lot of people shy away from quote unquote meditation because they're scared. And then they think, oh, well, again, the self-doubt of, oh, I can't meditate because I have too much going on. And I, as soon as I try to sit down, my brain starts going a hundred different directions. So I'm just not good enough. And I can't do it. Well, that's self-doubt in and of itself right there. However, the, fa the fact that you recognize that is very powerful and is actually beginning to understanding and start to understand yourself a little bit better. So how do you remove self-doubt? Well, the first thing is you have to understand that you have that as a component within yourself. And that's a perfectly okay. Every human experiences that. Now you have to actually remove yourself from whatever's going on in the world. So all the hustle and bustle, everything that's going on around you, and you need to take time and be alone with your thoughts. And this is something that I read in Cal Newport's book uh, called uh, digital minimalism, and he really goes into this, and then also Ryan Holiday in Stillness is the Key. They talk a lot about removing yourself from whatever's going on, especially in the information age where we're overloaded with choices and information around us, and taking time to be alone with your thoughts. And what happens is you don't have to have, you don't have to be a yogi and a Tibetan monk in a monastery somewhere to meditate. You just need to take time every day, and whether that's 20, I like 20 or 30 minutes at least and you're outside of nature, you don't have your phone, you don't have anything around you, you take time to think about how you actually feel. And this is a lot where we'll see the self-doubt come up in our lives, and then we think of how stupid it actually is to have self-doubt. So rather than always just having this thing in the back of your head that's like, oh, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, and you're kind of going through life and that voice is there, take some time to be away from everything that's going on in life and then recognize that's a part of you and then recognize it's so easy to get out because 
you took the time to set aside and do it. So again, I think that's very important that every human should do. Again, for thousands of years, we were actually in small tribes of people. So we weren't living in cities with millions of people and getting 7,000 emails a day and having to communicate with a bunch of different people back and forth every day. Now that's our reality and it's okay, but we have to realize that that's not natural to how our brains work. So we need to take time, at least time, I like to take time every day and be with our thoughts, be alone. And I heard one guy say, I forgot who this was, it was on a podcast I was listening to, and he said, the definition of success is being able to be comfortable with yourself when you're by yourself, with yourself. And think about that. If you are comfortable with yourself when you're by yourself, what more is there to life? Because you are the only one experiencing your life. Again, you have your unique set of experiences that you bring to life and everything. And if you can be comfortable with that, you're gonna be comfortable in the world and you're gonna remove all that self-doubt that is telling you you can't achieve whatever it is you wanna achieve. So again, everything around us, just to kind of close out with this, everything around us that was created, that we see, was an idea at some point. So every business, every building, every everything that you see in your day-to-day -day life, at one point was an idea from someone and they brought into the world. So not to get woo-woo, but that is because of the power of the human mind and able to bring things into the world. So don't forget that and whatever it is you're struggling with as far as self-doubt, these are some practices you can implement and if you just kind of focus on those things and focus on kind of ballpark where you want to go and remove a lot of this stuff, um, I think it would be very helpful. So let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know if you apply any of these techniques in the comment and stuff or let me know if you've applied anything from them in the past and whether it's worked or not. Um, I think it's going to be something kind of Going into as our economy and everything gets more and more digital and more and more information age, it's going to be very important that we're on guard against this self-doubt and we're implementing practices every day um, because we are in a world that's changing so fast. So always remember, nobody has it figured out. And if they tell you they do, they're probably lying. Again, I don't have it figured out. We're all here to learn and get better and optimize. And that's the journey we call life. So let me know again what you think of this episode. Look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget, join the free Facebook group, doing a lot of giveaways and cool stuff like that. And if this kind of resonates with stuff that you like to talk about, I'd love to, again, creating this community to be able to network and uh, chat and stuff with other people. So anyway, thanks again, guys, and peace.